This episode is sponsored by Poke the Bear, an easy-to-learn cold-calling methodology that enables you to start conversations with skeptical prospects. Learn more at joshbron.com slash shop. I got a question for you. Have you ever been taught how to listen? I mean formally taught in school, classes every day, like you learned math or science or English? Probably not. Okay, next question. Have you ever been told that you need to listen more than you talk when selling? You see the problem? You've been told you gotta listen more than you talk, but you've never actually been taught formally how to listen. You probably don't practice listening either. In fact, if you're like most people, you've been practicing not listening six hours a day, seven days a week. So you've gotten pretty good at not listening. You get better at what you practice, whether that's positive or negative. That's a shame because knowing how to listen is a superpower for getting through to anyone in your personal or business life. So it begs the question, how do you get better at listening? Well, it starts by understanding the reasons why you don't listen very well. Once you understand why you don't listen, you can begin to reprogram your brain to be a better listener. But you can't rewire your brain unless you understand how it's working in the first place. So let's start there. You don't listen for four primary reasons. The first one is your ego gets in the way. You know way more than your prospect about your product, which prevents you from listening to people that might not know as much as you. Same thing happens in your personal life. You're listening to someone talk and you think, wow, I know more about this than that person does, so you tune them out. You want to appear smart and credible, and you feel that you need to talk to show people how smart you are. Again, it's the ego. Second reason is, you judge people. You dismiss people who have a different point of view than you do. A great example of this is something that happened with my wife and I several months ago at a restaurant where we were out to a dinner with another couple and learned that the husband was an anti-vaxxer. And my wife tried to convince him why the vaccine was good. She was essentially judging him. And that did not get her anywhere. And never in the history of the world Have you judged someone and try to change their mind when they said, you know what, you're right, I'm gonna go get the vaccine. Judging people shuts you down from listening and gets you talking and convincing. So that's the second reason why it's hard to listen is that you judge. The third reason is, let's be honest, you have commission breath. You have a vested interest in getting the sale. And for that reason, when you're focused on getting the sale, focused on the outcome, you tend to, focus on the meeting or the sale rather than being in the moment. And by focusing on the outcome, you're not being present, which again causes you to shut people out and not listen. The fourth one, and maybe you can relate to this, is that maybe you're multitasking and we've all been guilty of this. Um, I have a good friend that I speak to quite regularly and oftentimes I can tell when I'm speaking with him that he's texting or he's typing on the phone or he's preoccupied. So if you're checking your messages while you're talking with someone, they know. They know that you're on Slack. They know that you're swiping while you're talking with people. People always know when you're multitasking. You can never really be present and can never really listen when you're multitasking. So those are the four primary reasons why 
it's hard to listen, and perhaps you're guilty of these. I know I am on occasion as well. But being aware of them is step number one so that you can actually start to change and rewire some of these programs that are running in your head. So let's talk about now how to rewire your brain to listen. Um, I'm going to share with you five tips that you can do and start to practice. Uh, The first one is pretty easy, but it requires you to be a little self-aware. Stop interrupting people. Let someone keep talking and pause for two seconds after someone is done talking. This seems simple, but it's really hard because again, our egos take over and we're chomping at the bit to start talking so we can tell people how smart we are. So here's what that sounds like. Someone starts talking and you just wait. And you'll be surprised by how much they'll keep talking. This is a muscle that you can actually start to work out in your ears, in your personal life. This has nothing to do with objection handling or diffusing objections. These are just muscles and skills that are gonna help you be a better listener. So again, the first one, stop interrupting people, pause for two seconds after someone else is done talking. The second one, turn off notifications so that you don't get distracted when you're talking with others. It's really tempting if you're on a call with someone on your phone and your computer's there and you have notifications on and you see those things lighting up in Slack, it's almost impossible due to the addictive nature of these notifications to ignore them. So when you're talking to others, turn the phone off. Uh, Don't have your phone on a table if possible. Put it away and turn notifications off. Third tip, uh, be a little curious. If someone tells you about their ski trip, resist the urge to tell them about your ski trip. Instead, be curious about their trip. Someone tells you they went on an amazing ski trip in Boulder, you might say, well, what was your favorite run? What was it about that run? Again, it's about keeping the spotlight on the other person. The fourth one is a biggie. It's this idea of turning the judgment switch off. You can understand someone's point of view even if you don't agree with them. So in the case of the vaccination example, someone might start to express their views on why they don't want our vaccination. You may feel completely differently. Rather than talking them into it, you may say something like this. Sounds like it's your body, your choice. That's what's called a label that I learned from Chris Voss. And labeling describes the emotion that the other person is feeling. You're not agreeing with them. You're understanding them. So phrases like, it sounds like, it looks like, it feels like, are magical phrases for turning the judgment switch off and just labeling what you're hearing. Fifth tip, if you find yourself talking for more than a minute, I want you to imagine that you come to a red light, a stoplight, and I want you to stop and I want you to pass the potato back to the other person. You're probably not as interesting as you think you are. So just stop and check in with that person. Say, hey, what's your take on that? Again, it's about passing the potato back. Like building muscles in the gym, your ears and listening skills get stronger with reps. Imagine for a moment if you practiced listening six hours a day, seven days a week. You'd be a much better listener in only a few months. Get your reps in.